0: Hey, this is Pastor Mark. You do not want to miss this week's podcast. You're going to laugh till you cry, but it's good tears. They're good tears. So, man, tune in, listen to this podcast. It's going to inspire you, encourage you, and, and prayerfully help bring change that you desire in your life. God bless you. Thanks for listening. All right. Stand to your feet. Welcome, all of you watching online. So glad that you've joined us this morning. Let's hold our Bibles up high. Say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what the Bible says I can do. And I boldly confess, my mind is alert, my heart is receptive, and I'll never be the same again. Never, never, never. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. And I want to remind it's Wednesday, and they're calling it Wing Wednesday. They're having wings. So, guys, I'm sorry. You can't get involved with that. But uh, it's going to be a fun time. So, ladies, again, 630, encourage you to be here even a little earlier if you can. Uh, great Bible study. Uh, the women that I've heard from, the women that I Susan has talked to, uh, it is a... Uh,
1: As we approach
0: weekend, uh, everything about this month leads up to the resurrection. However, in order to get to that resurrected place, regular death there had to be a very sacrificial death on the cross. So, as we study the crosses, or and in this case, the crosses plural, uh, what they mean to us, each cross had a significant meaning cross, the one on which Christ hung, uh, is the cross on either side. Now, we often look at the thieves, and we know they were thieves, and that Christ was crucified, however, I believe each cross had a meaning. As I shared last week, one meaning was, or, or symbol was, that, that one cross betrays a thief dying. Refused to uh, repent and and made crass comments or uh, critical comments of Jesus. Uh, The other one, uh, the cross, portrays, in other words, his sin, which is very important. And then, obviously, the third cross, the one Christ hung on, was the cross portraying him dying for our sin. And the cross is still the most popular symbol uh, in the world. Uh, as we look at Paul's writing to the church of Galatia, he said, For I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. The life I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God. We have to realize for us to get to our place of redemption and resurrection in our lives we must too have a death to ourselves, a, a dying to self, and this is, to me, what makes the cross so very, very important. Uh, hanging around people's necks, and it, it, the cross uh, to so many people has so many different meanings. Interested and believe it's it's a symbol of hope. Uh, them a foolishness and has no meaning whatsoever. And if anything, uh, the attempt might be to make a mockery of that cross uh, that had Christ really been one thief uh, challenged, then why don't you save us from this? And so many people will be influenced by the different leading up to an empty tomb. So if you would, turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 23. And I'm going to talk about the shadow of those crosses by each cross. And the shadow today, in this case, will represent the influence that those crosses might have on us today. Um, all of us can name people and
1: they influenced our lives responded to their life and
0: uh, and difficulty and opposition or or heard, maybe not intentionally recognizing that there would be an impact on our lives, an influence on our lives by the, the shadow of that they cast. Now, if you would, i just flip over to Luke chapter, it was from 23 to Acts chapter 5. And I just want to kind of share with you this morning the power. When I talk about the shadows, the power of a shadow in the Bible in Acts chapter 5, more and more men and women to their number. As a result, people brought the sick into the streets
1: so that at least in that
0: those who actually stood strong and believed in Christ uh, were followed very strongly because they were looking at the right cross. Now, today, I want to get us focused on the right cross in the right shadow. In Christ, obviously, is the light of the world. And, well, you know, and, and this is throughout... heard it said when somebody was like a part of a team or a duo or whatever it might be in entertainment, I've heard it said this, I've lived in the shadow of that person long enough, now I'm going to cast the shadow. Let me say this to you, everybody casts shadows. Everybody has influence. If you're, you by virtue of your attitude Still cast a shadow in that workplace, or you have influence in that work. So critical is without a cross in our lives, we will never have the crown of glory that we want. In other words, without a death to self and looking out for others and really influence on other people in other words we are casting a shadow on them that can either make them better or worse whether we want it to or not whether we realize it or not people are watching people are listening and it's been said before it's it's not what you do in life whether it's respond to those sins and those mistakes. The goal, obviously, is to fail. However, we all know that we're going to make those mistakes. You have two thieves, and I'm going to read this in just a moment. And he had a proper response, at least in our minds The other did not. And let's start here uh, in verse 26 of Luke chapter uh, 23. As the soldiers... ...who was on his way in from the country and put the cross on him, made him carry it behind Jesus. A large number of people followed him, including women who mourned and... ...daughters of
1: Jerusalem do not weep for me come, when you will say, blessed are the childless women, and the hills cover
0: us, what will happen when it is dry? Two other men, both criminals, now you have to it's not easily broken, it's, it's, it's adjustable at that point but when it becomes dry it becomes brittle it becomes breakable and it says two other men both executed when they came to the place called the skull or you might your translation might read golgotha they crucified
1: one on his right the other so jesus in that moment
0: is communicating each thief one on the right one on the left and to anyone with an earshot of standard this is why we are here today is because Jesus made the midst of his crisis being crucified as an innocent man rather than pleading his case he willingly sacrificially gives his life knowing the impact and influence the people in that moment,
1: and cast for thousands of years after that moment. Uh, and they divided up his
0: clothes by casting. even sneered at him. They said... He saved others. Let him save himself. If he's God's Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and said, "If you are the King of
1: the Jews," there was written a written notice above him, which read this. Email. Confusion on that day. Assaults at him aren't to. Operating Jesus, and he says, Aren't you the Messiah?
0: But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me. You will be with me in paradise. In that moment, and then it would be canonized and written for all generations to see that there is a proper response to everything. And I believe the proper way to respond to anything always runs through the cross. The cross represents death. It represents a hard way to die, and so many times in our lives we emulate. And the cross is not talked about every day in ever anybody's home. I'm
1: absolutely sure of it. Culture, a community culture. A national
0: connected to the world than ever before, then every news outlet, social media, I want you to start thinking this way upon your soul.
1: Now, we're going to find that shadows aren't a bad thing.
0: Without SPF, like 1,000 nowadays. You know, you have to put it on with a putty knife. You know, to be protected from the. It was good. You're a little more protected from getting the intense heat from that. But we all have this. We've lived in the shadow or in the legacy decrease. He must increase. In other words, he must become brighter. I must become lesser. So many times we in our what we're really saying is the shadow let me say this to you you will always live in somebody else's shadow you know it's like uh, this is my mother this is my father in indicating that they are the reason for your existence you're the reason they're your reason for being and they are but you will live Then, when you do, you'll become so and so, so and so's mother or father, or people will know you through in this world. And so many people want to be isolated and stand alone. And we need to realize that the cross is symbolic to that desire. So, what shadow. The crowd. Many stood under the cross of who they believed. A group of people that mourned and wept because they were
1: standing in the shadow of Christ's cross. The thief who was Jesus. God. If you're really the Messiah, you're really the Messiah. Why can't you come down?
0: with that shadow, that opinion, that criticism, people who were bitter, people who were angry, people who may not have been uh, somebody else had, and, and so they become bitter toward him as the thief did on the cross, and then there were those who listened carefully, these thieves were not uh, by themselves, there were crowds of people who knew exactly who they were—maybe family members, relatives, friends, neighbors—and they're all. Identify with, and that's really what
1: I'm talking about today. When I, t- who do you identify with? Identify with the critics. I mean, think about
0: it. This is Palm Sunday. There were those crying out, Hosanna, Hosanna. And they were celebrating him. And just days later, they would be a part of uh, this whole crucifixion. And was being forced to identify with one
1: of these three. The greatest transition.
0: God created Adam and Eve thousands of years prior, and there had been prophecies leading up to this moment. Think, is it possible that He would come in our lifetime? I mean, maybe that's the question we all have to deal with. Today.
1: That Jesus. Because I'm thinking He's probably coming back. We've heard from our parents, our grandparents, it's been passed down
0: throughout generations that the Messiah, people of that day were not looking for a sacrifice. They were looking for a king. They were looking for someone who would break off of the, the people of God, the Israelites, the Jews, the, the yoke that had been put on them
1: by the In the
0: wrong. Let me say this. What does that have to do with the day? If you cannot see the cross and you cannot see it as a part of your life, be it the cross he hung on or the cross that you and I I
1: cross. sin, and it's the cross of arrogance,
0: and we refuse to believe that there is another way, a better way, and that it's not always going to be our way, and we don't need to all arrogance, I don't need any help, how many of you ever heard people say, I don't need any help, and you can't, you try to bless them, and they say, I don't need it, yeah, you're broke, you can't even feed yourself. Well, I'll get by somehow. The arrogance of sin casts a shadow of independence. And, folks, let me tell you, as much as I love the independent life, I live a life sold out to Christ because I've been bought with a price. He cast a shadow of... As I read what's in red and what he did back in the day and how he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and cannot do this alone. But many people stand in the shadow of this arrogant sin.
1: There was a time in
0: my life when people would try to give me stuff and I wouldn't take it. Sin pride comes before the fall and so when we did not understand but and didn't even try to understand but criticized Jesus and mocked him with everybody
1: else from his
0: redemption and he missed it next the Son of God. He is on the biggest stage he's ever been on, and he didn't even realize it, that he could identify in that moment how often we miss the power of salvation. Next to him was mercy.
1: Next to him was grace. As we approach Easter, we had a staff meeting. I recall illustrated sermons that
0: that uh, I put on, and our church, graduating on Easter, we would literally rent the state fair arena. We would have three to four hundred volunteers. We had thousand people. We had over
1: nine hundred.
0: And looking at uh, all that was there, the idea was this, to get people to recognize how big God really is, how powerful the cross really is. And that was the goal, is to help us see, cast a bigger shadow on our society, on our culture, to let people see. The love of Jesus Christ. Even though they would be right there very close to it. People celebrating. People giving their life to Jesus. I can remember my older brother getting saved. And it really made me mad. Because he and I were partners in crime. And I was the last one in my family. And I held out. I was in the shadow of denial. There was no way I needed that. There was no way. That was for me. I thought church people were all hypocrites. And you know, this Easter, there are many people who think that. And with that said, my point was, after looking back at all of that, casting this huge shadow on the city, and and there were many lives that were forever changed there. But I realized this. There's an old saying, whatever you catch people with, you have to keep them. That's what it takes to keep them. So this year, I told our staff, I said, we're not going to do anything outside of doing church on Sunday like we normally would. Because if people come for the spectacular next weekend, and it's not spectacular on the 28th, they're going to question that. Now, I was a part of the whole movement of illustrated sermons. There's nothing wrong with them. I have a friend in in Chicago who will absolutely have tens of thousands of people uh, this this Easter season. And I'm not being critical of that. But as I evaluate uh, where we are in the day in which we live, I'm looking and saying, is the cross enough? Is the cross enough? Now, how we demonstrate that and how we, how we present that may make a difference and cast a larger shadow, and I'm okay with that. But the reality is I've come to this place where I want us to really look inside ourselves every day and go, am I really being crucified with Christ by choice, or am I following or resting in the wrong shadow? second cross is the cross of the second thief. This is the cross of sorrow. First one's a cross of sin, this one's the cross of sorrow. Have you ever been awakened one day and regretted something that you did and it hit you like never before? This is sorrow. I, I can remember one point with my oldest son where I was so frustrated with him that it made me angry. Never abused him, never did anything, but I did say things to him that I wish I'd have never said. It's a thought. I could tell you where I was. I could tell you the moment. And I did nothing to him physically, but I know emotionally I did. And that sorrow causes me to keep going back to that cross and going, Jesus, please forgive me. If there was ever a way I could take that back, I would. You say, well, that's a bad thing. I don't really think it is. I want to always be reminded of my humanity and my need for his deity. I always want to be reminded of that. And you know what, folks? That's what the cross, our cross, this cross does. This one thief looked and goes, he doesn't deserve this, but we do. See, there are times you don't think you deserve to be treated a certain way. But you haven't really done a full evaluation of your own life, realizing that all of us have done to others what's being now done to us. Maybe it didn't happen in the same way, but when we go to that cross and we realize that every day we desperately need to die to ourselves, and I don't mind the shadow of that cross. Actually, I don't. I, I want to be in that shadow every day going, I need the one on my right. Or I need the one, I need the one in the center. Who's, he's on my right or my left, depending on which cross you're hanging on. And recognizing that that cross is so critical to a, a quality of life that only comes from heaven. If you want a better life, you have to die to self. This thief, In that moment, though he just had moments, maybe hours at the most to live, says he looked at the other criminal and rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you're under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. In that moment, he shifted his thoughts into the shadow of the center cross And he recognized, that's the cross I want to identify with. But it took this cross for him to see that cross. It will take your cross to see that cross, saying, I must die. What do I look to? Where do I look to? Who do I look to? And in this moment, he looks to the center cross. This is the cross of repentance. And folks, let me say this to you. Sin is not your problem. That's why Jesus died. You know what our problem is? Our response to sin. How we respond to it. That becomes our issue. He's already taken care of our sin. Sin's not your problem. He's overcome it. He's conquered death, hell, and the grave. He's conquered it all. The problem is is that one thief had a response to sin that would bring redemption. Most of the time we're more concerned about winning a fight then we are dying to self and allowing God to deal with that fight. Jesus paid for the sin. This is the cross of no reputation. Heard it said, people say, I have a reputation to keep. and You know, you, you have all this and that. The greatest reputation you'll ever build is one of repentance. Being able to say, I'm sorry. Would you please forgive me? And that's exactly what this thief was saying. We can look at Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature of God did not consider equality. New American Standard says it, he considered and him, made himself of no reputation. With God, something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Humility and honor are two things that are not talked about much anymore. Because we have been taught that achievement and success are the two greatest things that we can pass on to the next generation. And I disagree with that. Humility and honor are the two greatest things we will pass on to the next generation and generations to come. Not our perfection, not how much money we have, not about the things we possess, but when somebody sees the humility of our heart knowing that all the success and achievements we have came because we died to ourselves, and if we didn't, you say, well, I know people who are successful, who are arrogant. I get that, and they're also miserable. I'm talking about... A God kind of success that only comes through a cross. This cross represented a turning point for at least one of them. Listen to Psalm chapter 57 verse 1. Have mercy on me. For in you I take refuge. I will take refuge in the... ...until the disaster has passed. Throughout the Bible, we see shadows, talked about shadows and shadows and and all the light,
1: and we get to rest in the shadow of his power.
0: Third cross is Christ's submission. So you have the cross of sin, the cross of sorrow. So we all sin and fall short of the glory of God even
1: get to the cross of sorrow. die for me
0: that I and this is the cross of submission this is what we we need to learn from learned obedience through the things he suffered challenge comes, we either medicate it, run from it, or deny it. Sorrow is not a fun place to live. how to live. I hate it. I don't want to live there. I don't like suffering. I don't like sorrow. However, in sorrow that we become the best version of us that we'll ever become. And when I talk about the cross today, I know this is not a pump me up. There had to be a dead body hanging on a cross sacrificially because nobody had ever been raised from the dead except by Jesus. That It's visible, but we know God would, and God did. Every good and perfect gift is from God, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. the second cross was awareness the first cross was arrogance this cross is the cross of acceptance when Jesus opened his arms to all accept you now will you accept me I did a post this week if you will willingly carry the cross in a moment I'll get to the fourth cross which is an invisible cross It was not a cross on the hill that day, but it's a very important cross that we all must look at. Psalm 23 The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures, He leaves me beside still waters.
1: And
0: I walk through the valley of the shadow, fear no evil. I understand something when you understand who the shepherd are you again whatever shadow whether it was a shadow of abuse that you grew up in a shadow of negativity whatever it was christ's cross is cast upon your life you'll no longer have fear of anything and that's the whole point of getting here think about it just for a moment and i'm going to ask you look, i don't even have the answer to this i don't jesus just die by himself i mean this he was he was it this whole moment was about jesus and yet they put two side of him and you have to think what they were response a right response to a sacrificial death for all mankind And put it in the Bible for us. I have to believe there was significance to the death of both of those thieves, knowing that all mankind had sinned. One gave a wrong response. One gave a right response. Out as Jesus is hanging there in the middle, seeing what will you... one who died on the cross for you. refuge in the shadow of your wings. Psalm 36 7 and then here is the that says that we are to Christ said take up your cross the fourth cross is the cross of salvation Christ surrendered. Render the submission, the cross that he, if you don't believe it to be the cross of salvation. However, it was a cross of submission, whether you believe it or not. And it was a cross of become becomes salvation to us until the influence or the shadow of that cross gets in us. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. It's my God in whom I trust. We must never just look at the cross of Jesus and acknowledge it. We must give. We're a demonstration or representation, then and now, of how we are to respond. This. They don't know God. Nobody's ever. Forgiveness and grace upon their life, whole life of how they were treated, the culture in which they grew up. My prayer is that this Easter. To tell others. This evening at 5 o'clock. This is a beautiful thing. I didn't ask for this to happen. But Pastor Michael, our youth pastor, children's pastor. Door hangers. On people around this community. Inviting them to. We realize that there are people. In the shadows of this building. That don't know Jesus. But there are people who don't know God. People who are angry and bitter. Because. Jesus might not have answered prayer the way. Wanted Jesus in that moment. To not just save himself, but his primary concern was hey, to save everybody, but without repentance, there can't be any salvation. And you know what? I'm one of those people that I'd look and say, man, there are many times I didn't think I got my way. And then when that it went his way. And if it went his way, I'm going to be okay with it. Times I want people punished that God won't punish. <laughs> Wrong thief. And then I have to go to the shadow of the other one and go, I deserve everything I got. I need this, I need that. If you needed it right now, you'd have it right now. I've had to take a different look at things. and Stay in the shadow. And let it be his.
1: Luke chapter 4. I want you to understand. Cross. Jesus. Doors,
0: metaphorically speaking, were And if you can just for a moment imagine, all you have to do is get up metal bed, whatever I have in prison, and walk out that door. It's exactly
1: the Lord. Good night. And press free
0: to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. It's exactly What shadow has been cast on you? What shadow do you live in? Do you live in the shadow of your parents? What they Embracing their anger, their bitterness? Or have you decided to man up or I guess... And acknowledge the fact that You need Jesus. You said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said, next month, next year, today, today, today. Today, Paul said, is the day of salvation. Father thank you so much for demonstrating your love for us not by a sign from heaven that just simply said i love you i want you. but you sent your only begotten son And like paul we must also say if we're going to abide with christ it's no longer i who lives but christ who lives in me I die every day. Today is your day, watching online. You say, how do I get to heaven?
1: And by impressive
0: skills, you get to heaven. By being willing to crucify, metaphorically, your life. Taking up your cross and following him. As we prepare for Easter and Resurrection, empty tomb. How wonderful! How wonderful that moment was, and how awesome it is that, because He was raised from the dead, that now we have the opportunity to have eternal life. How awesome! It doesn't come without an answer to the cross. An answer. Father forgive them. I wasn't physically crucifying Christ, but I crucified him for years, just like the soldiers who hung him there. Through through my bitterness and through my anger, I crucified until one day That work on the cross. And now, because I answered that work. An empty tomb. That empty tomb that we'll celebrate next week. Brought confusion to the people of that day. Many. Because he said that he would be raised. And they had to try to disprove that. Many today are still trying to disprove a risen Savior. My prayer today is that we would really be able to celebrate next week. For the God, thank you so much for sending your only Son to die on the cross for my sin. For giving your life for me. Today I give my life to you. Amen.